0: This is a special Uncommon Sense podcast for 3 FM with Amy Mullins. The interview you're about to hear is with broadcaster, songwriter, and could-have-been-champion, Greg Champion. Greg joined me in the studio to talk about his new book, The Thing About Football, The Songs of Greg Champion, he also sang a lot of them. You are tuned into Uncommon Sense on three Triple R FM with Amy Mullins. Uh, I'm really delighted to have with me in the studio, Greg Champion. He is a champion. He's a could have been champion. In fact, um, he. He started his uh, broadcasting life at Triple R, and I was absolutely in shock that he hasn't been back for that many times. I don't know where the invitation got lost, but I decided that I absolutely had to rectify things. Hi there, Greg
1: yeah I feel um you're making me feel young again, uh, just to be uh, here. um I think I can remember once being here in the last twenty odd years, so uh, it hasn't been perhaps once in twenty years, and it was with Stephen Downs.
0: Amazing, yeah. I can't believe it. Um, I thought they'd just trot you out every time we needed to talk up how great triple R is.
1: Well yeah <laughs> we could be we could be ambassadors we could be
0: yeah,
1: roving ambassadors for triple R, certainly. I uh, could have been too conscious of the fact that Triple uh, R has uh, uh, um, pro- given us the springboard, or given us a start in life, and plenty of others too.
0: Yes, and exactly. You have had such an, a fascinating a journey in terms of the different radio stations you've been involved with. Um, could you just, for people who aren't aware, mm. talk about how the Coulda Beans came to be on Triple R because mm. there are uh, certainly original members mm. still in existence in this uh, wonderful group of guys who get together on a Saturday morning to talk football.
1: The team's fairly uh, original in all... In total, Um, two chaps met at uni and decided to approach Triple R. They thought they could do a funny football show. (laughs) They probably made each other laugh talking about football. Yeah. And they thought, we'll go to Triple R with this. And to their horror, he said, Reece Lampshed said, you can start this Saturday. (laughs) And then they packed it. Yeah. And so they they had a few days to do their first show and uh, uh, <laughs> nervous yeah. and, it, and it grew from there.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, even your uh, songs have really had a re- fascinating organic kind of evolution. I know you started out um, reciting poems or coming up with poems about yeah. football, which then morphed into short songs.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's, that's true. I'd met Billy Baxter before, could have been, Jen, Ian Cover, and Ian Kover, and... Billy had a show on Thursday morning b- yeah. uh, for quite some time. So Billy was a Triple R veteran, and I know Archie remembers him very well.
0: Yes, and
1: Billy, um, uh, I said to Billy, "I've been writing football poems," and he invited me on to do them on his show. And then he said, "I'm going to introduce you to the Kutter Beans," and that is how I met. How I started being on the Kutter Beans.
0: Amazing! And what age were you? Not that I'm trying to.
1: Twenty-seven.
0: <laughs> wow. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, everybody in the beans is in a very tight zone of two or three years. Yeah, so they all they were all that age then.
0: That's so awesome. Yeah, I guess probably a similar age to when I began.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So nothing's too different.
0: No. In that respect. Yeah. And like in terms of the places that you've been, um, you've been everywhere, man. Almost. Um, you've been at the ABC, and then you went to Three AW, mm-hmm. and then back to the ABC. Yeah. So, you know, you've had uh, exposure to community radio, commercial radio, and public broadcasting.
1: Yep. And and after we left Triple R, we were just a weekend show. And so we don't have a whole lot to do with the organisations, and we don't. We come in on the weekend. We don't get in on during the week, uh, very much at all. Mm. Therefore, we uh, bypass the politics and the people, and <laughs> and also we've been uh, left free to do what we want. Whether it was at Triple R or AEW or ABC, we've had virtually no. Uh, instructions on how to, to change anything or adjust anything. Yeah. We've, been, we've been given free reign.
0: No government interference. <laughs> 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 um, Probably not from Scott Morrison. Given, he seemed to look pretty bored <laughs> when they kept cutting to him during the grand final because I know he's a rugby fan. Yes,
1: yes well, uh, no, the chairman didn't ever sack us. No one ever sacked <laughs> us like they did the boss of ABC last week and 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 people ask us uh uh are uh, there could have been some danger from abc budget cuts and the answer is they wouldn't save anything <laughs> So so we've seen yeah. off, we, have, we we like to have a chuckle, we've seen off a few managers in our time.
0: You sure have, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the outside broadcast at the end of the year is a big highlight. Mm. Um, I made it down last year just for that. I definitely did not have a ticket to the grand final. Mm. Um, but it's mm. really fun because then you get to see mm. just what a community is around the show and your songs and... Really, the types of collaborations that you have with so many uh, listeners who've been listening to your show and contributing to your songs over many, many years. Um, I think, uh, is it Noel Dennison is Mm -hmm. one of those who I often hear?
1: There's a key, there's a core of a bar, eight or nine, and we've fostered the core. We've uh, looked for those who show the most uh, uh, talent and nurture them. And (laughs) so, yes. Uh, there's a couple of girls in there: Jane Harris and Patty from Reservoir, and Pamela Sherpa, and then uh, yes, the chaps are yeah, uh, Richard Richard Evans, who lives in Ocean Grove. Oh wow! He's our, he's the number one uh, successful contributor,
0: carrying the card for Ocean Grove. And, I'm uh, loving that. Yeah. Um, so really, in terms of for people who aren't aware. Uh, you you do sing many songs throughout the show in different parts of the show, both the first hour and the second hour, mm. and you talk a little bit about the backstory and the different contributors, mm. um, and they are based on usually pre-existing tunes, so it's a. Uh, much easier to sing along, um, which I'm sure you know. many of your colleagues then are the great backing vocalists. Um, some obviously vary in their differing ideas of pitch, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> so what's happened there was Billy can sing.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: Billy Baxter can sing and he's only been back on the team for 15 years, Um what happened was our young producer, who's now been with us for 13 years, he's 33 years old, I think, he can sing. This is Andy Billy. That's Andy yep. uh, Between Billy and Andy, we give them the lion's share of the duties, sing-along. <laughs> and that's why sing-along has uh, expanded in the last two or three years. It's become much more a sing-along idea, mm. the footy songs, because uh, we get Billy and Andy to uh, help out. And the others... Um, get in the background and have a dip.
0: That's excellent. And, I know that, for example, one of the great examples of your sing-along kind of atmosphere is on the Father's Day special, mm. uh, which I attended last year as a gift for my birthday. Oh. So there you go. Oh. And I did meet you. And I think the funniest thing was you said, you're not our traditional demographic.
1: Right. I was thinking that just now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, you say you it? can thank my dad for yeah. the brainwashing that occurred as a youngster, oh. um, which I'm, I'm very thankful for. For, mm-hmm. Uh because it means I have um you know grown up on the have beans mm-hmm. essentially.
1: Yeah. Um when we meet uh, the could have beans uh I beg your pardon the ABC's listening audience is a fairly uh, well defined uh, sort of middle aged and up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: And um you know amongst Beans listeners, you know, it's no I was gonna say there'd be more males. But yeah, I could be wrong about mm. that. But certainly, for him, women uh, in the sort of sub 40s zone is not uh, a. Uh, not our biggest crew. <laughs> so we need everyone we can get yep. in that area.
0: Oh, uh, well, I'm recruiting.
1: Yeah, you'll do. <laughs> Just one's on, yeah. is good.
0: No, I'm very, very proud to be a Could Have Beens listener. Uh, it definitely is the highlight of my Saturday, and um, definitely the talk back gets me mm. ab- every time. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I did wonder whether Nigel from North Fitzroy would be a Triple R subscriber. He,
1: he should be if he's. Um Across uh, radio, as well as he is as he is across ideation, yeah, and. Uh those other buzz terms he uses,
0: pre-game and uh, and uh, in inter-game activations,
1: <laughs> he's got it all down. And this is why Nights from North Fitzroy is good for the Kuduvans because yeah. he he is a he's a different uh, age group, he's a different generation to the Kuduvans, <laughs> but he understands that stuff.
0: And he goes for the Fremantles, ironically, ironically.
1: of course. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, the, that was the first time he called. He, he said that. Yes. And so that some of those gags just stick.
0: They do. Mm. Uh, they stick in my mind. I was really impressed that he had a wedding to go to on grand final yeah. day. That's
1: another <laughs> Nigel classic, isn't yeah. it? Um, so Nige is uh, fun because he's, uh, he's <laughs> he doesn't really get football. So, At all, yeah. Uh, uh, but... Uh, 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 But, uh, yeah, and Pearl, of course, is very popular. Yes,
0: Pearl from the Peninsula, the Mornington one, not the Ballerine one, of (laughs) course, I always know. And Sauce from Sea Lake, mm. I'm really a big fan of.
1: He's growing in stature too. He's a Mm. farmer who's always uh, uh, complaining. Not not much whinging, but uh, he's looking down on the city people and, and uh, he's telling us that we wouldn't know what's going on. We've never had to take the tickets on the gate, li- mark the lines on Saturday morning, run the, run yeah. the uh, kiosk with the ladies and collect the empty glasses and do everything that they do at Country Football And his clubs. son
0: Trevor that does absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so these are the characters that ring the could beans. Yeah. And yes, they, it is uh, you know, perhaps the uh, most popular part of the program or close to it.
0: Yes, and it really does highlight, I guess, a bit of an approach which is to take the mickey in the NPW, which you say is the nicest possible way, which we should probably preface before we get into singing some of the songs because Mm -hmm. it's great that um, we can have a, a laugh about football and really enjoy it. And you know we do take it quite seriously. I know I certainly can take it very seriously, mm. but I really enjoy the way that you all approach football and and these songs are a great example of that. Um, I'd love to just quickly ask before we jump into songs, mm. this book that you have, which is called The Thing About Football, The Songs of Greg Champion, mm. it features around 150 songs. And I've listened to some of your recent interviews where you say it's about 4,500 4, mm. over the the t- t- period of your show, which is a massive amount of songs. Mm. How on earth did you select them?
1: Um, well, they had to uh, had to have some depth. Some some uh, you know a, a majority of these ditties uh, you know are throwaways or they don't read as well on paper as they might sound on air. So they had to look have to read well and Mm. have a little bit of a modicum of intelligence about them perhaps. Um, So you're looking for the, dare I say, the deeper ones um, or just in some cases the most popular ones.
0: Yes, and the ones that are pretty timeless. There are quite a few timeless, particularly um, I would say Melbourne and MCC songs which will never go out of style.
1: Some, Some Melbourne fans think they... Have and should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. Why well, I think what is um, the peak of Melbourne and MCC is the, that combo, the very amazing combo, which is the cheeseboard song. It brings mm. the Melbourne fans who are members of the MCC. And as I'm, I should spell this out to those who aren't mm. necessarily into football. It's the Melbourne Cricket Club, mm. a highly exclusive. Club of which I am still on the waiting list and will be. I called up, I think a week and a half ago, and I'm about five years away from a provisional membership, wow. which yeah. is the one before the restricted membership, before the oh. full membership. So.
1: Goodness, <laughs> you might as well give it away and go I know. surfing. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> surfing at Ocean Grove.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, Greg, what are some of your favourite songs mm. over the years? You know, what really mm. stick out for you?
1: Look, uh, when I asked. The song VFL Park in the Dark has a special place for me mm. um, because it is an original tune that sounds... <laughs> people often an email and say, what's the, what's the tune of that song? Like, what, uh, are you parodying there? Yeah. But uh, it might sound uh, like an, a familiar tune, but uh, it's an original one. So that's a favourite. It was way back in about 1990, and um, it's got a big um, sort of Van Morrison feel. And that's... Mm. Uh, I'd been listening to Van Morrison, and that's clearly... Uh, uh, coming through in the song in the tune um so that's a favorite um if i have to name favorites over the decades gee i might struggle um but i do have a soft spot for witchy proof lineman and that's probably because it's such an excellent classic song originally mm. that by just twisting it a bit to be about witchy proof and not wichita um used st- <laughs> it's such a pleasant song to sing
0: yeah, and there are a lot of those that are just so catchy because of the original song that's behind it.
1: The, the, the parodies, the footy ditties come up, uh, there's a number of criteria to make them a good one yeah. and you've just named one of them. If the song is a classic, for example, Train to Montmorency mm-hmm. uh, just takes um, uh, City of New Orleans. Uh, so you're kind of, as the saying goes, uh, John Clark said this, you're through to the semis without dropping a set. <laughs> if you Brilliant. start with a Wichita Lyman or a city of New Orleans quality of song. Um, so that's one way you get a good ditty up. Other times it's, just, it's the humour of it or sometimes it's the sentiment of it. Also mm. in this book about 20% aren't... Football. So after discussion with the publisher, um, I'm qu- I- I'm sort of uh, more proud in a way of the uh, non-football section of the book because they're more original songs and a few poems. Um, even though it's always a risky business, Th- anyone thinking they're a poet uh, that's publishable, <laughs> 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 you decide if you see the book. But um, you know, I've been mean, um, you know like any probably would-be songwriter, I've been knocking out poems, you know, on and off for decades and mm. a few of them have uh, got in here and I'm proud of the section that's not football because it's probably more original stuff. Yes. However, on the football, which is 80% of it, yeah.
0: um,
1: you know, you, you put in the popular ones, that's the thing about football or Red Hot Go or mm. the better-known ones or I Made 100 in the back Backyard at Mum's, which is about cricket but falls into the um, non-footy part of the book.
0: It does, and um, there's some really fun ones about uh, the different, I guess, elements of the modern game of football, which may not be that ideal. Um, One of them, I have played on the show your new CD, and uh, so I've primed the audience with some of the ideas that we'll be talking about. Fat Side of the Ground, I really enjoy, and um, They Kick It Sideways. Uh
1: Well, fat side. There's a classic example of take a, a monumental novelty classic, um, or always look on the bright side of life, mm. and just tweak it to always kick to the fat side of the ground. That there is a what you might call a lowest common denominator hoon pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> you just that's an up the guts, you know, obvious, yes. obvious tweak, and um, you don't have to do much to get the crowd.
0: Uh, Riled up. W-
1: with you on yes. that one. Yes,
0: oh, totally. I'm on that side. Um, I'm so frustrated by the lack of up the guts. <laughs> I think That's why I have a soft spot for Brisbane in the uh, the vintage Brisbane of mm. the three Pete Premiers because that is one of the great features of that team.
1: What, well, they went up the guts?
0: A lot more than... Current, current teams.
1: Um, the could have been the use of the term up the guts excessively because um, going back a few years, maybe five or ten, a listener wrote and said that they took exception to the use of the term up the guts on the ABC. Um, that it was a little too uh, un... Well, how would you say? you? What, what, yes, whatever term you'd like to pick, a little uh, not classy enough for the ABC up the guts. No. A bit bit rude, bit vulgar, a bit vulgar. And so, of course, as soon as we received that email, we just doubled up and uh, <laughs> can't stop saying it now. <laughs> mm.
0: That's, that is funny. Now, um, Greg, I th- I'm guessing that a lot of people listening are desperate to hear you sing some of them, just like I am. <sighs>
1: I don't know um, what how many Triple um, R listeners uh, are across could have been, but we're about to find out
0: anyway. This is exciting. I'm going to mm. wait and look at the phone and see how many lights mm. flash up. Well. Um, I, I'm certainly. Um, a massive fan. I do know that there are others at Triple R who would know of you from when you were here because we have listeners who listen for decades which is so amazing.
1: Well, well Archie Cuthbertson for one.
0: Yes. He's still here. He is. And
1: we knew him then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, he's one of my favourite people of all time in Triple yeah. R, Archie. So yeah. fabulous.
1: Yeah. Well, to stay 30 years in one station, oh, he must have something good going on, you know, to uh, to ride it out. And he's seen off a few managers in <laughs> his time yes, Absolutely. And
0: absolutely. Uh, and he is, um, yeah, a great uh, drummer, so... There's yes, a fun yes. fact for everyone well um
1: he played with mates of mine in the early 80s uh, early mid 80s uh, he was playing drums uh, with uh, friends bands but ah, knew him then
0: I love that um so one of the songs that I find very moving for some reason is from whence it came yeah, it choice. does really get me yeah. especially when you get everyone um you yeah. know singing in a in the chorus yeah. good what, point.
1: Well said.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I was wondering whether it had similar similar feelings. Um, would you like to go with one of the, the songs about, you know, the modern game of football, the style of play mm. to begin with, before Look, we head into, like, football mm. foot team stereotyping, which I'm excited about?
1: Mm, well, from whence it came, by the way, for our mm. listeners, is um, parodied on uh, Bob Dylan's uh, Forever Young. Well, there we talk about grabbing a classic and you're off to a hot start. Mm. Well, Forever Young is just such a big, big, big song. It and is. so um, that one came about because um, the listeners... Uh, so this core group of contributors, they have a, they email chat group. They have an email chat group, which I'm on. So all wow. week long they workshop ideas. Mm. And particularly Richard Evans of Ocean Grove, they, they identify key phrases in football like the jungle drums or... Um, trouble Down There, or uh, From Whence It Came, which is something that commentators used to say and has sort of become a little bit sort of sentimental. Mm. So uh, we were looking for the right song for From Whence It Came and we, sorry for going on so long about one song. No, that's all and, right. And be, uh, we probably need to share with the recording with the listeners to, for, so they can get involved with the song too because it is anthemic and it a, is. a little bit moving. Mm. and, and uh, we tossed around a number of ideas for the right song for that one and it was Patty from Reservoir has a strong Dylan streak and she after about eight or ten other attempts uh, came up for, with uh, Forever Young well that was the right vehicle and that song does move you um, and and we managed to get a reference to Drew Moorfoot <laughs> in there, who uh, who mm. we lost uh, too young uh, about th- young. twelve months ago. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know it definitely affected people. Do you want to save that one for later? Then, well, from
1: where it came needs the it, bl- needs the big group. It,
0: did, it does need a chorus. But of I would people. give. You,
1: but current themes, current themes. You can start with cheeseboard song, or you can start yeah. with Abandon the bun. Oh
0: yeah, that's a, band, a great one.
1: That's you'd only get need a few bars of that. <laughs> Now yeah, is that guitar, uh, This mic up
0: I'm just checking
1: Oh well the way They wear their hair today Caused a lot of talk Well can we just Politely say It looks a little dorky on the bun on the bun Doesn't look so oh, how can this go on? So abandon the fun. So that's a short all we need <laughs> of that. And the cheeseboard song is very current. Um, a
0: big, a big favourite of mine and my sisters and many, many others.
1: Yeah, it's turning into, uh, it's growing uh, in its uh, request factor. This one. <laughs> And, of course, all triggered by a photo of a hipster with the <laughs> avocado and cheese on the, his lap at a Melbourne game.
0: Oh, that's a classic. In the
1: members. In the, in in the, the members, members area,
0: the members reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Meet me at the gym,
1: at the gate where members go. That's where the in crowd goes to get away from the bow. In the member's stand Wave to mates of my old man And while the game's in play A feast is so gourmet so come and join me for prosciutto, prosecco, smash that avocado. A baguette, bischetta, alzamec, vinaigretta. Some gouda, shaved ham, camembert and edam. Some olives, blue cheese. Come on number 14. <laughs> on it goes.
0: It does go on, yeah. And a great point there for those who may not be aware is that Melbourne fans tend to use the number of the player because they may not be really that across who they are.
1: Well, that's the cliche or the stereotype yes, you know, of a yes. D fan, so uh, we, we It's a broad generalisation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're happy to keep it going.
0: I think so. It's fair. It's definitely <laughs> fair. One of my favourite songs of all time on the Melbourne theme is The D's Have a Bye mm. because it's just so, mm. I guess it is that combination of the lyrics and the, the tune.
1: Yes, Noel Dennison came up with the idea and I and mm. it's based on a Kamal pop, uh, pop hit and I didn't know it. Uh, so I, if I don't know the original I usually bypass it but this time I YouTubed it and it's just as well I did because it turned into one of the most popular ones, and and mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, the reason it's popular is because not only does it say the D's have a buy, but um, but because. It's um, there's some sentiment in there because people can feel when uh, relate to when their side is not playing mm. and when the G is not used on a Saturday afternoon. It says all that in the song.
0: Yes, it is. It is really very meaningful <laughs> in many ways.
1: <laughs> can I put? Can I quote you on our press publicity quote? Amy, really very meaningful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> feel free. I'm, I stand by my comments. <laughs> uh,
1: in the press for the book, that'll be number one uh, <laughs> critic's comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: So um, let's <clears throat> maybe head into another one. Mm. What what kind of songs do you think have stuck in terms of uh, team songs? Because mm. there are quite a few. I know that you have said that uh, Hawthorne is the new Collingwood. mm I would also agree with that remark.
1: Oh, well. Had a gutful of that Hawthorne Don't they make you want to spew It wouldn't be so bad if they played fair But everyone knows they're dirty mongrels Number five and number fifteen We know you know who you are As for number three as well, that applies to you too They are the dirty mongrel hawks But even got more of a kick out of What a marvellous time for a grave dance With the hawks on the ladder so (laughs) low That's an intro of that one And... Um, we've had a few hawk listeners email us complaining, protesting about uh, not pleased about mm. our hawks baiting. Whereas Pies fans, we can give them all six <laughs> barrels, and f- for decades without a without a whinge.
0: They probably love it—the attention.
1: I think they are immune to it. Yeah. Whereas hawk fans, mm, mm, oh mm, nope. <laughs> which not.
0: reminds me of one of your talkback callers. Is it Hayden from mm. Glen <laughs> Ferry Road?
1: <laughs> He's always nasty about uh, uh, Hawthorne not getting a fair go on the program.
0: Yes, and quotes a bit of Latin, <laughs> which is hilarious. I did see on one of the recent Hawks banners a line of Latin on the banner and yeah. I thought, is that some yeah. kind of reference?
1: A, a nod to Hayden. Yeah. And it may have, may have been... It's cute, isn't it? I certainly
0: didn't understand what on earth it said, <laughs> so I was going to have to like look up in a Latin dictionary. Uh,
1: well, but uh, it's the uh, more sentimental ones that give me more pleasure in the long term. Mm. Um, you know, there's one, obvious ones that uh, will get a chuckle. You use those in your live act. Um, when it comes to the bulk and when it comes to the... Uh, uh, Non-football shows. It's nice to do some things like Witchy Proof Lyman because it's a nice song to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, still mucking around with club songs. Yes. Uh, we finished ninth again. The Richmond Tigers finished ninth again. In any season, you will see it is a faint to miss out on the eight. We win a few and lose a lot And then it is too late We just went down the drain We never were much good since 1982 Or until last year, of course Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you mentioned uh, It's a grand old flag It looks good on the jag It's the emblem for us and not you it's the emblem of the team fans that have a chalet and Range Rover too. If you drive a brand new BMW, then we are the club for you. Should old accountants be forgot, keep your eye on your share revenue. <laughs> What's your side?
0: My side is Geelong. Geelong. Um, of course say. I didn't really have much say in it to be honest Because mm. of course where I come from yeah. um, Funnily though One of your songs does hit a note for me mm. For another team Which is that uh, About Fitzroy mm. Which I think it's um, Deep in our hearts everyone barracks for Fitzroy I feel like that certainly transferred to me When I lived in Fitzroy North mm. And Brisbane were You know on yeah. the up And I felt like they were almost my second team well.
1: Well there's a song there that uh, taps into the cent- the cent- taps into the sentiment of football mm. um and that song also goes back to about nineteen ninety as well and and Fitzroy's place in the football firmament will is forever enshrined and there are still people grieving the loss
0: oh yes
1: for, and that'll <laughs> yes that's going to go on that just doesn't stop does no it
0: no one will get over that no one right. i don't think
1: they <laughs> don't get over that and if and we nearly lost footscray and uh, a melbourne hawthorne merger and there would be a lot more grieving still uh, mm-hmm. for the lost sides north too have been endangered at times so um, that's where, so I'll just do a little bit of a. Oh, deep in our hearts, everyone barracks for Fitzroy. Whether we say we barrack for somebody else or not. Yes, deep in our hearts, everyone barracks for Fitzroy. Because Fitzroy is the most lovable team we've got and it 's got many verses, but mm. so when we do these live shows like father 's Day um, we try and make sure we still include deep in our hearts everyone back to Fitzroy because it 's a representative of the more sentimental side of Football songs.
0: Yes, and well, uh, the reason why there is that sentiment is because football is part of people's whole lives often. It's, you know, a childhood memory, many memories. In fact, you know, my earliest memory is kicking a Geelong football on the road when obviously no one was coming down our street with my dad yeah. <laughs> yeah. and seeing Gary Ablett Senior take yeah. some amazing marks and kick some really ripper yeah. goals. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're a little short for Geelong songs, Geelong Baiting songs. I did
0: notice that. They're, yeah. they're a little bit more um, mm. sentimental around mm. the V-Line and the Yu Yangs. I saw the Geelong Geelong song there. Yeah. Um, there is... Uh, there is, is Baiting on the talk back though. There's Lance from Lara yeah. and um, is it mm. Peter?
1: Peter from Peter. Yes. Um, there is the song, uh, It's a Long Way to Geelong when the cats are on at home. Yep, yep. uh, Which does uh, have a crack, but normally we... Oh, yeah, look, there is this, though. Start spreading the news. I'm catching the train. I'm going to take that V-line to Geelong, Geelong. We're going to ride that Ferris wheel at Eastern Beach. And get some new tracky dacks From Demi's at Little Mallop Street <laughs> That, um, those sights of Geelong you just gotta see them um, You will be knocked out by that National Wool Museum And we'll admire those fine Yu yangs on our way through And visit Werribee Mansion and... Werribee Zoo to that Lord of the Isles. It's calling my name. I'm gonna catch that train and toast Geelong, Long Long. Then we'll have several spots in Cameron Ling's night spots, just Ge- Corio Calls, G Long Long.
0: That seems like a very Geelong thing to... Nearly every Geelong footballer, it seems, has a restaurant or a pub <laughs> or a nightclub. <laughs>
1: and you've got to have a crack at the Yu Yangs. That yes. seems to be your sort of like stereotyping. Uh, have a crack at the water slide, but it's gone.
0: It is, yeah. Have a They're crack... They're redeveloping that.
1: Yes, the Sphinx
0: has oh, got to be
1: in it, gosh,
0: you know. yeah,
1: yeah. The Sphinx, what a landmark that it is. is.
0: That is special.
1: Yeah. Good old, Geelong. and
0: we should mention that you are an Adelaidean and mm-hmm. an Adelaide Crows fan. Mm. Um, so you know you certainly broken some hearts. St Kilda hearts in the '97 grand final, I know, was particularly mm-hmm. strong.
1: Same fans do not forg- have not forgiven us. No, understandably.
0: Well, it was that golden era of Robert mm. Harvey and Stan Elves. Mm. Oh yes, very special.
1: Indeed, I'm I'm hurting too. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. And when I saw that we were going to win, I looked at the fan, faces of the Saints fans and I wasn't comfortable. I could I'm I'm a little I'm, I'm not a proper football fan. I might be a little too empathetic to the uh yeah. to the losing side and I looked at those old Saints fans who've been waiting so long and I thought is is this is this the right outcome?
0: Yeah. Is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
1: Um, the Coes had been in the comp seven years, and the Saints had been waiting at that time thirty years for a mm. flag. And I just thought, um, is this is this the right outcome? But but I but they happen regardless of your thoughts. <laughs> these
0: outcomes. They do just like on the weekend. <laughs> just like gosh.
1: The, just like three days ago.
0: I feel like I got whiplash from that game. It was very, very shocking, Mm. really, to see that outcome just flip. Mm. I know it was close, but it felt like for at least the first half it was Collingwood's match.
1: I can say, though, that after 36 years, could have been going 38 years and 36 for me, I can say, though, that the season uh, end can't come soon enough yeah. and it's great to put it behind you and then not think about it or talk about it for six months and um, whilst uh, it's still a, a joy and a privilege uh, to be on air with the have as much as the first time um, the extra workload is um, mm. um, great to uh, escape from after the grand final yes. because there's a lot of preparation goes into it now just for me, not the other chaps with the writing of the songs, try to come up with fresh songs each week Eight of them, often. Mm. Um, not having that time pressure uh, is just fantastic when uh, when the grand final comes.
0: Now, Greg, we're running out of time. I mm. wanted to make sure we could fit mm. in what is uh, your song? Mm. Um, you collaborated still, but it mm. is really one of the songs you're known for. That yeah. I'm pretty sure all of our listeners would have heard before. Mm. Which is the thing about football; mm. it is a classic. Mm. Is it an honour to have that kind of classic in football history?
1: Yes, it is. Absolutely. And it just tells me that uh, it's often about a bit of luck and timing because I think I've written plenty of songs like that, but Mm. uh, it's just that back then a certain person, Gordon Bennett on Channel 7 Sport, decided to anoint the song Mm. and use it and um, you don't get a break like that every decade and I got that one and I haven't had one since.
0: (laughs) I think you only need one.
1: Well, It uh, is
0: pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'd like, yeah, like three or four or five or six of the other ones to have the same break, yeah. but that's showbiz.
0: It's getting there, though. I feel like we're building up again with some of the latest ones. Good. They are total classics in my eyes. Yeah, it's nice. You can add that to the book front cover as well.
1: <laughs> what was the other comment? Total Still a what, Can you remember the other comment? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, uh, truly meaningful.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, this one is a truly meaningful one. Do you want to I, I, I head okay. out on this one?
1: Okay, fine then. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> if you
1: have to. Let's <laughs> the tuning there. Let's check that. Except, oh, yeah. When it comes out of a cold guitar case.
0: Yeah. This is uh, very important for the ultimate outcome here. <laughs> to
1: make this truly meaningful. Yeah
0: sounding pretty
1: nice We'll just get that one right
0: yeah.
1: Come on Behave there I'll try that I got my scarf Got my old coat I got a 40 game to go to Footies on footies here again Back to greet me like an old friend And, hey, that's the thing about That's what I like about Hey, that's the thing about The thing about football oh, I got a long road to walk down To catch a tram to my favorite ground Use my legs My voice Make some noise Support the boys That's what football Means to me That's how I like my Footy to be Hey that's the thing about That's what I like about It's the thing about The thing about Football Yes (laughs) I shortened that up
0: a bit. I, I that was Thank you for that. It was really beautiful. <laughs> and truly meaningful. And truly meaningful. <laughs> and a total classic. <laughs> the trifecta of Amy's comments. <laughs> so, Greg, it's been amazing to have you in. I'm so glad that we've finally rectified this massive, uh, well, I don't know what to call it, but um, it's a bit of a faux pas on our part not having you back for so long,
1: I think I'll be, um, you know, triple R's is sort of, you know, kind of young in its vibe, and we've it could have been to become kind of old for uh, to be associated <laughs> with it. But uh, it's nice to know we can cross that border, cross that no persons land, least today, this Exactly. Morning. It's been truly we meaningful. We are breaking
0: records. Thank you, Greg. Um, I have been speaking with Greg Champion who is a could-have-been champion. Of course, you can listen to them. Not anymore this year. Um, in terms of football, uh, but you can listen to them next year. Well,
1: provided um, the ducks line up, you know. it's Depending
0: on the ABC managing director.
1: Well, (laughs) it's never a certainty, (laughs) but um, hopefully season 39 will happen.
0: Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, It's amazing that you've been on for so long and really a testament to the longevity of this
1: Well, thirty-eight years is a fair whack. It is.
0: It's a big portion.
1: Let's let's see if we can make forty or. Before we all drop off the perch.
0: <laughs> it's been great to speak with you, Greg. Thank you so much. See. Thanks, Amy. That has been Greg Champion, and you can get the book The Thing About Football, the songs of Greg Champion, so you can sing along to the classics. And also Greg has a new album out, which is uh, the latest volume three of the footy songs, which I've been playing for you over the last uh, few weeks. <laughs>